Let me introduce myself, let me introduce myself Exploring space right here, positivity giving you vibes right here You need a run down, run, I'ma give you facts You live a calm and down, I'ma holler back I'm so zealous, so, so zealous It's Papushka, baby Hello! Hello everybody! Welcome yet to another episode of Sex Boy Papushka. I'm your host, Papushka Baby, and this is Sex with Papushka. It's been a minute since I had a solo podcast, by the way, and um, I know I've not been consistent this year because I've been, you know, up and about, you know, doing the deed in the streets. But I'm back! So today, I was just sitting and I was like, the year is ending. What have I learned this year? Like, what are the sex lessons I've learned this year? So, so I, I don't even know what I'm going to call this, ti- what I'm, what I'm going to title this podcast today. Actually, watch on your face some background music. Let me give you some background music as we listen to me yap yapping. Yeah, so, you know, um, this is my gift to you. Consider this a Christmas gift from Papushka Baby. And um, so in this episode, I'm just going to basically give you an account of the sex lessons I've learned in 2023. Now, one of the lessons which was actually very recent is sometimes sex can be overwhelming. And this is what I mean. Uh, I had a partner sometime, not a partner, partner, like a sexual partner. And in the course, in the discourse of our sex capade, I found out their G-spot. So when I found out the G-spot, I was like, <laughs> and no G-spot, not even G-spot per se, but sex spot. So a sex spot is basically a spot that is sexually stimulating for someone. And it can be anything really. It can be anything. It can be your nipples, it can be your fingers, it can be your anus, it can be your vagina, it can be your ovaries, it can be anything really. So, once I found this out, I started playing with it. Yaki likuwa kwa mapaja, lakini si kwa mapaja na mbele, kwa mapaja na nyuma. So, nilishika marea kwanza, eh, nikona mta na vibrate. I was like, <laughs> nika sema kaende, 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 nimeipata. So, <clears throat> nika notice the more I touch that area, kuna, kuna specific, like, duration of time nikiishika and I enjoy but when I prolong it, now it becomes too overwhelming and as I vibrate and as I shake, then I have such an intense feeling that it ceases to be pleasurable. Then I was like, hmm, okay, interesting. Then during penetration, I noticed there's a certain angle Nikieka and I enjoy. But then there's a certain angle, and this goes with also the sex position. Like, kuna venye, kuna venye uki twist and turn, na we turn ingena, juna ingena, chini na ingena, kando. Kuna tu vile mta na enjoy in a certain way. So when I figured these two things, I was like, ha, who you kwisha, kwisha. But then, Nika noticed, hata you wakati nili find out now the G spot. And you know, now these are two different things, the sex spot and the G spot. So sex spot is a point of pleasure. It could be anything. But G spot is a point of pleasure in the sexual reproductive system, you know. And it could be anything again for men. Ikotuko internally, like where our... What do we call it? Let me just call it the G-spot. It has a name. It's like uko nyumaya. What is the name of this thing? I'm having a brain freeze. It's called. 
when they are when they're checking for cancer prostate yes just behind the prostate yeah that, so but then the prostate is located differently some people is three inch in some people it's you know so there's a specific if you're having anal sex specifically there's a specific angle there's a specific penetration you're supposed to and it's different for different people so once i found out my partners in your g-spot i was like ha, who you quisha so this is a trick that i used you don't focus your energy on the g-spot you purposefully miss the g-spot and they get frustrated they get to need and want you to hit it so that the moment you do it becomes pleasurable it was the same thing nikanotizio sex spot yake ya kushika mapaji konyo was like no 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 don't focus too much energy there just pretend au juu so that the moment umegonga g alafu kaongeza na sex spot kwisha alafu you don't do it for a long time ni tule kionjo 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 and then now you mm, you come by pressure ple, pressure pre, what the fuck am i saying pressure brr, brr, pressure So the point I'm making is the first sex lesson I've learned is that sex can be overwhelming. It's like taking alcohol. Kuna ile point yenye unalewa unafurahia lakini kuna ile point yenye ukizidi after being drunk it's just it just gets irritating. It gets you you get you have a headache, you are puking, you are blacking out and nini nini nini. So take sex like that. It's first of all important for you to know your own limits of excitement. Like how far should you go? You know? There's a moment to kipita, it now becomes repetitive, it becomes boring. And it's the same thing with penetration by the way. Penetration by itself sometimes can be boring, not even overwhelming. It just gets too pleasurable until it's not. So it's important for you to understand different things about yourself. One, what is your sex spot? Two, what is your G spot? Three, how do you access your G spot? And four, what is your duration time? In physics there's a threshold. I think it's is it threshold. Like the time for something to happen. So like what is a comfortable time for you for penetrative sex specifically? Because kuna time ikifika okay it ceases to be pleasurable. There's also a time where if you don't reach that time it becomes underwhelming. So it's important for you to just experiment and evaluate your past sexual experiences to understand how do you access your G spot? What sex positions work for you? how can you accompany your g spot and your sex spot to get to your optimal climax and at what point does it get overwhelming for you that it ceases to be pleasurable now i know it it, it sounds scientific you know it sounds very scientific but another lesson i learned and i was doing a research on anal sex and basically how to enjoy anal sex and in in my quest and my research i noticed three things One in anal sex there are three sensations. There is pleasure, they actually not even anal sex in penetrative sex in general. There are three sensations. One is pleasure, one is irritation, and another one is pain. All these three sensations are closely intertwined. And it's very easy for you to switch between pleasure, pain, and irritation during sex. And how did I notice this? I had this um I don't want to call them client because I'm not legally a therapist. So let me say I had this person. Let me call them a person. Let's call them Deborah. So Deborah um for a long time was never enjoying penetrative sex. And then they found this sexual partner whom 
penetrative sex was enjoyable with the partner and Deborah never really understood what is it about this partner that is different but in our discussion it ended up coming out that the partner had a curved dick and it was curved upwards to be specific and it just so turned out that sex with her other partners was irritating and painful because of the nature of their dicks what am i trying to say Okay, this feels like a masterclass 101, like masterclass by Papushka. I think I'll call the, the podcast that. Anyway, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that in penetrative sex, it's important for you as a receiver to understand between pleasure, pain, and irritation, what causes what. These are some of the underlying factors that would lead to either. One, the dick size. And the question of dick size has always been problematic and political. Like, oh, it's not about the size, it's how you use it. Nini, nini, nini. I have a controversial opinion. Size does matter. I know. I know. Coming from me, I know. I know it's controversial. Nini, nini, blah, 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 blah. But from personal experiences, size does matter. And this is what I mean. Like, as I was saying, so unona kuna pleasure, kuna pain and irritation. I did this survey as well with uh, i'll come back to my point i did this survey with specifically bottoms i was asking them about size does size matter now from my respondents most people talked about there are some people who just said honestly me small dicks are pleasurable i'm just like good and it works for me but there's a very high number that said bigger dicks are more enjoyable for anal sex i didn't do i didn't have enough audience for females but for the males that i interviewed they talked about most of them there are a number that are comfortable with small dicks but most of them talked about small dicks being painful and irritating while bigger dicks are comfortable and satisfying so in my mind i was not i was like this doesn't make sense at all like what do you mean bigger is like it's anal sex first of all a penis should not enter an anus biologically speaking so the smaller the better because ideally that's not the right path for it but in my quest that's when i understood smaller penises could be irritating for anal sex for a variety of reasons because one you're not hitting the g-spot for that that specific person and two the person already already has a mindset that a smaller dick is not pleasurable for them so on top of you not hitting the g-spot their mind has already turned off and sex is very mental sex is extremely mental so that's why probably most people would find bigger dicks comfortable for anal sex than smaller dicks because ideally a smaller dick would be lying in the irritation pain region but a bigger dick while there is irritation and there is pain there is overwhelming pleasure so the pleasure overrides the pain and irritation what am i saying i'm saying as a receiver it's important for you to find out which factors lead to what what are some of the factors that would lead to either of the three? I've talked about dick sizes. I've talked about shape. I'm talking about girth. All these things are important. Thick, thin, slim, long, curved upwards, curved left, curved right. Hardness level as well. And what I mean by hardness level is people have different hardness level. There are people who are rock hard. Like their dick gets hard as whatever, like a, a pencil or a pen. But then there are those who are kind of wobbly, like, what, what would be wobbly? A pipe, you know? They're hard, yes, but they're not like pencil hard. They're just 
wobbly hard and some people find that comfortable because the elasticity of the dick allows it to play around in the anus the people who find rock hard dicks more comfortable because it's straight it goes to the right point it delivers the message the people enjoy wobbly because wobbly can now play along inside and turn around up and down and whatever now other than the dick other factors that would affect pain pleasure and irritation is the accompaniments of the penetration and this is what i mean by the accompaniments of the penetration because all the three sensations are experienced during sex sometimes it's important to accompany the penetration with something that will override the pain and irritation and increase the pleasure ooh ooh can i get a name man up in this bitch <laughs> so Okay, this feels like class. I feel like I'm talking to my students or something. Anyway, so my point is why, why, why I'm talking about accompaniment is people, some people enjoy the penetration being accompanied by something. If you're female, you'd enjoy as your man is penetrating you, maybe there's some nipple play, maybe there's some spanking, maybe there's some ear play, maybe there's some kissing, maybe there's some this and that. It doesn't mean there's no pain. It doesn't mean there's no irritation. It just means that the accompaniment to the penetration helps to increase the pleasure that overrides the pain and irritation because it's very possible to feel all the three at the same time. So now your homework as a receiver is to find out hizi ni nini zinafaa kwa company sex yako penetration yako what do you enjoy to accompany it some people just like it plain like that like you know what don't kiss me don't do nothing you just fucking fuck but then the people are like i want you to fuck me and kiss me i want you to fuck me and play with my boobs i want you to fuck me and play with my hair i want you to fuck me in this specific whatever so accompaniment of the sex is important to increase the pleasure and override the pain and irritation now, another factor that would be important for you as a receiver other than the two that I've talked about which is the dick itself and the accompaniments would be the mood. How you get to the sex is important for different people. There are people like for myself, me if if we were meeting for a sex capade, let's drop this shenanigans of eating and you drinking. No, you came for sex, let's go for sex. That's me. That's what I enjoy. But there are some people who like a setup. There are some people who like to build the story. There are some people who like to go into the. Me, I'm always in the mood. I, I have a sex podcast for Christ's sake. Me, my mood is like like a switch. Pop up, on off, on off, whatever. But there are some people who want to be taken to the moment. So attack him to Araka. No, no, Araka wake a candle. We are here the whole night. So it's important for you to understand what gets you there. You know, because when you when you follow the right process to get you there, it means your mind will be set and your body will be set for receiving. So, it's only you who will know what works for you before sex, what works for you before the penetration, what do you enjoy, what type of setup do you enjoy, what makes you more comfortable. Some people are comfortable hosting, some people are comfortable drinking, some people are comfortable smoking before the sex, some people are comfortable watching a movie before so just understand what gets you there what will set you to the mood what will what, what will get you moving like what what will what, what exactly what exactly will take you there now another thing for receivers is 
wait i'm having so another thing that actually matters is how do you like your thrusts and i learned this the hard way i learned this the hard way. i'm very dominant myself my sex is very dominant and um my 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 thrust is basically you know hard fast rapid and then there's this person i met who actually owns a podcast by the way i i we kind of hooked up we met online and hooked up and then they vanished and i was like damn i thought i thought i enjoyed the sex by the way i did and apparently they did not and they didn't communicate they just vanished some months later i land on their instagram which makes me land on their on their on their podcast their librarian I don't know if they listen to this but hi hello stranger <laughs> anyway so I landed on their podcast and one of these episodes they are talking about a hookup they had their podcast is not about sex it just came about in their conversation so I I had them talking about oh you know some people don't understand some people just taking it hard and they're doing it so fast it's irritating gas is getting to you it's just it's just too fast too rapid too intense and it's just uncomfortable and that made sense to me I was like oh wow So how you thrust actually matters like people have preferences on the thrust. So for you as a receiver it's important to understand what type of thrust works for you and what are the varieties of thrust. By thrust I mean to how you're pushing the dick inside the whatever. The whatever. It could be the ears, the nose, the mouth, <laughs> the ass, the vagina, the both whatever. So first of all the slow intense You know, you know there those who like it just just take it very slow. Actually there are people who like their thrusts very very slow. Like take your time with me. Usikimbie tuko hapa just slowly. Pa pa pa. There are people who like like as if you're hiking like with these highs and lows. So You know, like like You know like a difference. There are people like it. So as a receiver, it's important for you to, you know, understand how thrust which thrust works for you, the the dynamic of thrust that works for you. And thrust goes hand in hand with the sex position. Cuz the position also affects how you um the position will generally affect the G spot that you talked about and the thrust as well cuz thrust goes hand in hand with positions like the positions that allow you to thrust very well the positions that don't allow you to thrust the positions that allow a maximum amount of the dick to get in they are those that limit amount of the dick so once you've understand the type of dick that works for you you understand the thrust that works for you you understand the mood that works for you now it's important to understand the position that facilitates the right thrust that accommodates the accompaniments that come with the sex. Ooh. Somebody say hallelujah, hallelujah, glory, glory. Glory be to God in the highest. Anyway, so it's important to now accompany like like let's just just figure that out. How, what works for you? What positions work for you? And there are some people who actually know and I met how did I learn this? One of my partners again. So this one specifically I asked them to do a specific position. I don't know how they call it, but you're lying on your stomach as a receiver. One leg is straight, the other one is folded, and now the person is entering from behind. 
And they told me, no, no, we can't do that because if we do that, I'll come. And I'm like, oh, really? Yeah, that's my finisher position. So as a receiver, it's, it's important for you to understand how, what position work at what time. There are those ones that you like to start with because they get you in the mood. There are those ones that you like to climax in because, you know, and there are those ones that you like to finish it because, you know, when I get into this position, I'm done. There are also those positions that you use when you don't want to come or you don't want your partner to come. So as a receiver, it's important for you to analyze, okay, what works for me? Eh? Is it missionary in the beginning and then spooning in the middle and then we finish it with mendekufe, we finish it with reverse scout girl, we finish it with riding, we finish it with whatever, what are this, whatever, mendekufe, whatever, whatever style you want. So it's important for you to also figure out what style works for you, when, with whom. Because the type of dick and the type of thrust also, you know, this feels like a physics class. <laughs> Actually, it feels like a physics class because kuna so many components. Kuna variable A, variable B, variable C. There's just so many variables that come. But the art of receiving... Oh, that, I think that was also be the title of this part. The art of receiving pennies. Ooh. Ah, penny sounds vague. The art of receiving dick. I don't know. Anyway, my point is pain, pleasure, irritation. Do your homework. What causes you? Oh, I also forgot. Oh, points are just coming. I told you I don't have a script for this one. I'm just talking. So there's also the aspect of lubrication. Especially for anal sex, what lubrication works for you? Some people's saliva is the best. Some people actually use their douching water, their leftover douching water. So like you'll find they'll not need any lube, just you just start and then once you get there, there'll be some water leftovers there and the internal mucus and some people prefer what oil, baby oil. Some people prefer the typical petroleum jelly. I don't want to plug any petroleum jelly. Hi Vaseline. Some people, ngombe, ngombe is a good one. My favorite is ngombe. Ngombe works so well during sex. Ngombe works so good. Anyway, um... So find out what lubrication works for you and do you like it raw or, or, or what do you call it, or wrapped? And if it is wrapped, what type of condoms work for you? Is it ribbed? Is it scented? Is it um, dotted? Is it, you know, latex? Is it skin condoms? Is it, what other version is there? Latex skin? There are three types of condoms. I had an episode on condoms. You just listen to it there. Anyway, so yeah, find out the light lubrication works for you. Even types of lube matter. There are brands that work for you. There are brands that don't work for you. So do your homework this festive season. Find out your, you know, just assess yourself on all these components I've talked about. And enjoy your penetrative sex. That was me, Papushka. Welcome to my masterclass.